Yeah. Anyway, uh, guys, turn with me to Psalm 62. Psalm 62. Today we are talking about um, what I just said. We're talking about uh, one thing to remember to keep the anointing flowing. Yesterday, um, Pastor gave us a really, really good foundational teaching on what the anointing is, uh, understanding the anointing. Uh, and it and it was a great teaching. If there was something in that teaching that really stuck out to you or that you remember, put it in the comments right now. Um, but but yesterday, Pastor gave us a pretty good definition of what the anointing is, and uh, which is the manifested blessing of God. Yes, the anointing is the manifested blessing of God. So it's it's when the blessing of God manifests. Like it's not just like a uh, some superficial right. like oh yeah, there's a. There's a wind blowing, but no, it's an it's a it's a supernatural manifestation of the blessing of God. It's mm-hmm. it's moving, it's flowing, and you can sense it, you can feel it. Sometimes you can't sense it, and you can't feel it, but it's manifesting mm-hmm. either way. Yeah, there like there have been times when I've been preaching and I've like given words. And I'm like, I don't feel a stinking thing, you know. Yeah. and I'm like, I don't know if that was anointed, but then honestly, sometimes those were the times that people shared the most testimonies, like yeah. when I didn't feel it. So the manifest. The, the anointing isn't a feeling. And uh, I guess you could put that in the comments. The anointing's not a feeling. The anointing is the manifested blessing of God. Whether yeah. you feel it or not, if it's manifesting, the anointing's flowing. And, uh, and it's just a, a matter of, of submitting to the Holy Ghost and letting the Holy Ghost do His thing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, if, but again, yeah, if there was something that stuck out to you in yesterday's teaching, uh, please put that in the comments. Share that with us so that we, so that, and, and we'll read it. Terry um, said, any yeah. lack can come off of your life from the anointing. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, Pastor shared the, the passage about how the anointing breaks the yoke yeah. uh, from, from off of our neck. Anything that's been holding us back, that anointing will break it. Well, that's and good. one thing, like, I've been meditating on the anointing mm-hmm. lately through the yeah. lens of, like, how to pray for people mm-hmm. specifically. Yeah. Because I know lots of people, myself included, when something mm-hmm. has come up, my one of my first reactions has been in the past, Lord, just take this from me. But God doesn't take sickness. It doesn't come from him. So he's not going to take sickness to himself. His anointing destroys it. So when you're at, basically what we're truly asking for is not God take this away. It's Mm -hmm. Lord come in with your manifested goodness and destroy every bit of bondage. And one of the things that really helped me see this is years ago there was a business that was near pastor like near a route the pastor would take home and it was a very ungodly business a business that's promoting the exact opposite of the lord and the lord instructed pastor i believe if he's watching he can come on here and and filter any of this if i'm if i'm misremembering pieces but i believe what i remember is the lord told him for this business pray the blessing of god on it And not that the business would thrive and be blessed, like, and prosper as the business was, but what he was praying is, Lord, let your anointing manifest in that business and destroy any bit of bondage, any bit of anti-Christness that's within the business, destroy that thing and let godliness rise. And it totally shifted how I, how I would pray, how I would think towards stuff because instead of being destruction minded and oh, that's ungodly, destroy it, God. I don't want the people destroyed. Yeah. I want anything ungodly within it destroyed. So yeah. what needs to happen is the anointing needs to show up yeah. and purify yeah. 
any bit of lack, any mm. bit of anti-Christ agenda that's going yeah. on, and un and filter up the yeah. godliness to the surface, if that mm. makes sense. That's good. Yeah. 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 Um, Joni says, I can do all things uh, through the anointing, which yeah. strengthens me, was a key point for her. Yeah. Christ is... The word Christ means the anointed one and his anointing. So I can do all things through Christ, through yeah. that anointing yep. that resides in me. You know, like pa- Pastor also brought up the passage in uh, 2 Corinthians, you know, um, where we have this treasure, yeah. you know, in earthen vessels. Like that treasure is inside of us. That anointing is inside of us to empower us to overcome. You know, that's what yeah. that anointing does. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph. In Christ, you know, mm-hmm. like all, all of those victory passages, you know, yeah. talk about Christ, that anointing, the anointed one. Basically, it's God himself, his goodness manifesting through and out of my life. That's yeah. what the anointing is. It's Christ in action in me and through me. Um, so that, that's good. Um, uh, Hannah says, I love the revelation that Christ is the anointed one. So if mm-hmm. I'm in him, I'm in the anointing. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Becca also said the anointing is not a feeling. And I, th- and, and, and I want to just say one more thing about that, because there have been many times when I've been in a service and they're like, man, the anointing's in the room. And I'm like, I can't feel it. Like, I must be in a bad place, you know, mm-hmm. like and I would get into condemnation and beat sure. myself up because or, or they're like, can you sense that anointing? And I'm like, no, like, I guess I'm not a, as holy as, sure. as some other people, you know. But uh, whether I feel it or not does not mean that the anointing's not flowing. Yeah. See, the devil can try to use instances like that and get us out of faith. Be like, yeah. well, if you're not sensing the anointing, then it's not going to work for you. But that's not true. Whether I feel it or not, I remember. I, re- I remember. I was re- uh, This was at my old church, um, and I was reading T.L. Osborne's "Healing the Sick." And as I was reading it, I sensed in my spirit the Lord say, "Like I'm going to be using. Like healing's going to be a part part of you know the ministry." that I've called you to. I was like, oh, wow, that's awesome. You know, praise God. And then the very next sur- Sunday service, uh, the very next Sunday, I was preaching that, that Sunday. And, um, and uh, like, I, I preached, and I also preached a little bit on healing. And, um, and, like, then whenever I finished, then the Lord said, I want you to call people forward who, yeah. who, who want prayer for healing. And, um, and I, uh, I, like, I was like, wait, wait you're actually... <laughs> You want me to apply this right already? Yeah. You know, I was like, I, I don't even fully understand this. I, I yeah. barely understood anything at that point. Um, and I was in ministry. But anyway, um, but, uh, but I was obedient. I called people forward. There's this one lady in particular. Um, she was a minister's wife. And, and I went up and I prayed for her. I felt nothing. And I could see by her face she felt nothing. But I was like, just pray this with me. Yeah. And it just came out of my spirit. Father, whether I feel anything or not, I know your word is true and I have it now. Yeah. You know, and, and, and she prayed that, and then I just kept praying down, and then I sat down, and I'm like, I felt nothing. God, I'm sorry. Like, I missed it, you know? Yeah. Like, I, like I, I, felt, I, I felt, like, I, I just felt, I didn't feel anything. And, um, and I thought it was supposed to be this big supernatural feeling or whatever. Like, I knew that it just flowed out of me, but yeah. I didn't at that point. But then the next day, and see, God was merciful because I, I need, as a minister, I need to keep my faith on the prayer, yeah. you know, like, because I, I shouldn't. Pray for someone, because it's the prayer offered in faith that'll save the sick. Now, this this story is basically all God's mercy, and and we're going to basically be talking about that today, because I dropped faith as soon as I sat down. I was like, sure. I didn't feel anything, so I don't know if it worked. But but God was merciful. I got a call the next day from her husband, and he was like, hey, you don't know this, but she had been battling with chronic Lyme's disease for the last, like, seven years. 
And, uh, and he said, we just went for our regular checkup. They, they took the test a couple of times. There's not a single cell of lymph Amen. in her body. I'm not, I, I went on a run. Like, I don't like to run, but I couldn't, like, yeah. stand still. I'm like, it works. <laughs> like, praise God. <laughs> um, and, uh, but, but I started to forget the key that we're talking about today. Um, and and there's, it's a key to keeping that anointing flowing. Yeah. And, and I'll just say it right now is remember who the source of the anointing yeah. is. Because I got excited, and then and then I allowed myself to get into pride. Sure. Like thinking, oh, look at this beautiful gift that I am to this congregation. You know, when when in I reality, I carry the anointing. Yeah, I'm a carrier of the anointing, and then yeah. I, actually, then the next person I prayed for with Lyme disease didn't get healed. Like you know, like I'm like, oh well, uh, like I. I thought it was going to be just as easy as it was the first time. Right. I didn't recognize that my heart was kind of shifting to thinking. Because I said, I've prayed for people with Lyme disease, and they've been healed, so let me pray for you. And yeah. I thought it was me, um, and it didn't work that time. But, but today we're talking about one th- important thing to remember to keep that anointing flowing is uh, remember that God alone is the source. Yeah. God alone is the source. He's the source of the anointing. He's the source of the power. When I lay hands on the sick, I'm not the one healing him. God through me, that anointing through me yeah. is bringing that supernatural healing power yeah. that's changing them because I can't go in there and do a thing. All I can do is just submit and yield to him. Lord, because there's a difference between when I prayed for that lady and when I prayed for that guy. The first time when I, pray, when I prayed for that lady, the Lord gave a word. Hey, I want you to call people forward. Uh, pray for them. And that's what I did. Yeah. Like that word came, came out to whether I feel it or not. You know, what, whatever. When I was talking to that guy, I, I will also say I don't believe he was really in a position of faith as well. I was also in a position of pride. That it's just that doesn't doesn't work together. Doesn't work together. No. <laughs> um, but I didn't have any word. The Lord yeah. didn't tell me anything. Um, I just thought, well, I can just make this manifest whenever I want to. You know, and so blah, uh, and it didn't work. But what I needed to do in that moment is I just needed to. Be submitted to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. What's the Holy Spirit leading me to do in this moment? Because that's how the anointing flows. I I don't direct the anointing. The anointing directs me. Yes. You know, I don't direct the flow of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost directs me. And when He directs me, man, that anointing is gonna gonna move, and it's gonna just unlock things in in, in beautiful ways. You'll see yourself doing things that you never thought you would you would. Yeah. Well, you you will see the Holy Ghost do things through you. And, and operate through you in ways that you never expected uh, to, to be flown through. Yeah. When, when you re- just keep your eyes on the source. Well, and put that in the comments just right now. God alone is the yeah. source of the anointing. Mm-hmm. Because as you write it out, it, it, it's one of those things where it becomes a mm-hmm. marker for you. Yeah. You've said it. You've typed it. It, mm-hmm. it gets ingrained. Yeah. But one of the things that you were mentioning that I think is so key is the anointing follows the word like the Mm. anointing and the word go hand in hand like Mm. when you were talking what what it reminded me of is billy graham i believe when he was studying when he was preaching he said that he had like a certain amount of verses that the Mm. lord had told him to always put together why and he would just if you listen to it if you listen to his sermons Mm. it's scripture 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 like it's not really anecdotal it's Very much, here's the word, here's the word, yeah. here's the word, because the word mm. is what produces faith. Yeah. The word is what mm. produces power. Yeah. The word has him inside of it. John 1.1, 1, 1, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. 
in the beginning, the word was with God. You know, you cannot separate Jesus from the word. So you can't separate the anointing from the word. And so in that story, it was key. The Lord told you to pray for that woman with Lyme disease. You know, you, you just said you don't believe at that point that you had like a word specifically the same way you did before to pray for that person. And they weren't in faith to receive it. So they weren't drawing on the anointing. You need a word. Yeah. The anointing goes with the word. So if you're mm-hmm. in a place where you're not feeling the anointing, mm-hmm. and I've done this before yeah. too, I'm not sensing it, I'm not feeling it, but has the word been preached? Yeah. But am I in the will of God? Mm-hmm. If I'm in the will of God, yeah. regardless of what I feel about the situation or not, I know if I'm in his will, mm-hmm. the anointing is there with me yeah. because if God's orchestrated it, mm-hmm. he's empowered it. Yeah. So if God's given me a word, which is why it's so key to hear the word of the Lord, yeah. if you're in the word, there's the power to produce what you're in the word to do. In the word to do. If you're in a service and the word has been preached and it just feels you personally, not the room, but you just feel, well, I'm not receiving today. Has your pastor preached the word of God? Has the worship team sung the word of God? When you've done tithes and offerings, has it been also the word of God? If the word's been preached and the anointing is there. Mm-hmm. Whether or not it's there for anybody else except for you. Like, I've been in super dead services where, you know, they've preached the Bible and, well, it's time to read how long, oh, Lord, how long. But here's the thing. Nobody else in that church may get blessed. But if I apply faith on a word that comes Mm -hmm. from the Bible itself, no matter who is speaking it, I can receive an anointing. Mm -hmm. I can receive an impartation of God, not of that minister, not of that ministry. But if it's the word, Mm -hmm. I can still receive no matter the situation I'm in because the word has an anointing. That's good. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Um, Matthew. Mark chapter 16. So I, I told you to go to Psalm uh, 62. We're not going to go there, but that's fine. We might later, but we'll see. But Mark 16. <laughs> I wasn't trying um, to derail where you were. No, no. Um, in Mark 16, that this is where, you know, you hear the Great Commission, go in all the world. Yeah. And then, these signs will follow those who believe. And it's honestly, a lot of that is the anointing, the, the blessing of God manifesting. But then this is what he says um, in verse 19. So then when the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of the God, at the right hand of the God, yeah, at the right hand of God. And, the, and hear this. And they went out and preached everywhere yeah. while the Lord worked with them. What is that? That's the anointing yep. flowing with them as they're preaching the yeah. word. And this is what God, this is what the Bible says. And, and God and the Lord confirmed the word by the signs that followed. Yeah. He confirms his word with signs and wonders. Put that in the comments. God confirms his word with signs and yeah. wonders. If his word's being preached, he, he's there to confirm it with, yeah. the, with the manifested blessing of God flowing out. Uh, and so, you know, and, and there's a difference between God's word being preached and just Bible verses being right. taught or, or men preaching their own interpretations sure. of God's word. You know, because yeah. you can go to a church. They'll Teaching preach, doctrine. Yeah, yeah. They'll, te- they'll teach doctrine. Um, but the question is, is the Holy Spirit the one flowing and speaking? Because there's a difference between God's word being preached and doctrine being preached. So when, mm-hmm. when God's word is being preached, it, signs and wonders follow. It's, yeah. it's inevitable. That's what happens when God's word is being preached. Like I, I can, I'll just 
Hebrews 2.4, Acts 14.3, 2 Corinthians 12.12, Romans 5.18-19, Acts 8.6, Mark 16.17, Acts 2.22. All of those verses are basically share how the Word of God's preached and then signs and wonders follow. That's how the anointing flows. Yeah. The Word of God is preached and signs and wonders follow. You have uh, Philip the Evangelist preaching the Word of God and signs and wonders follow. Yeah. You see the same thing with, with, with the disciples and with Peter. All these passages are basically talking about the words preached, signs follow the Word. Yeah. God confirms His Word with signs and wonders. I don't, I was trying to look it up. I don't know it offhand. You may, Pastor John's on, he may also know. There's a verse, I want to say it's in Timothy. It may not be Timothy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's talking about how men are preaching Jesus, but it's not the full Jesus that they know, and what do you do with it? And basically, Paul writes, leave them alone. If they're preaching me, leave them alone. Like, I can still be glorified through yeah. that. Yeah. Do you know where? Uh, it's somewhere in there. I, 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 I do believe it was to Timothy, but I don't fully remember. Yeah. But he's like, at, le- at least Christ is being preached. Yeah, yeah. and that's, uh, as you're talking, that's what comes up to me is, you know, i I've been in those services where it's like, I don't sense any anointing mm-hmm. on it at all. But can God use it? Yeah, yeah why? Because the anointing is in the Word. Yeah. So even if the carrier of the vessel yeah. is off, yeah. even if their doctrine stinks, yeah. you as a child of God can still receive mm-hmm. something from the Word. Yeah. So even if they're not a child of mm-hmm. God, God yeah. can still use sure. it. Yeah. Because God can turn all mm-hmm. things together for His good. Yeah. Like there's tons of preachers that you and I probably can go back through now and we're like, praise God that the doctrine didn't really get in, but mm-hmm. I got the heart that the Lord wanted me yeah. to receive. Yeah. The doctrine could be off, but the word will still stand. And mm-hmm. so God is, you know, it, it reminds me of what pastor's saying. God is looking for any spiritual loophole to get his goodness mm-hmm. to us. What's his goodness? His manifested blessing. Yeah. What's God looking to get to us? His anointing. Yeah. So it's not that God's withholding the anointing until you are just... The, in the most pristine position mm-hmm. to become a partaker of the anointing. No, if you're a child of God, you're qualified. Yeah. Where you can receive it, where you can grow in it, where you can pray and watch people recover. Like yeah. that verse in Mark where it mm-hmm. talks about, you know, go into all the world, lay hands on the sick, watch them recover. Yeah. It's not when you hit a certain achievement level of deaconhood or eldership mm-hmm. that yeah. then you're sent and commissioned. No, you're commissioned right now. And yeah. if you're commissioned right now, there's a backing up yeah. to that commissioning mm-hmm. where God's saying, okay, you love me, you have faith in me, yeah. then as my child, there's a role for you to play. What's your role? Go lay hands on the sick. Go yeah. tell the lost that they're loved. Go be the mm-hmm. ministers of reconciliation. Yeah. Go be the people that go into the world and say, there yeah. once was darkness, but now there's light. Yeah. Go do what I'm telling you to do, and I'm going to supply you for it. Amen. What are you supplied yeah. for? The same, or supplied with? The yeah. same thing that the disciples were supplied with, yeah. the anointing. Yeah. Why didn't they need to go bring all of this stuff and store up the stuff and go house to house to house? Because they had something that they already carried. Yeah. They carried an anointing, and mm. the anointing produces what you need. Amen, amen. Yeah. Uh, Kelly, I just sent... I, I literally just quickly s- took oh, a picture of it. I sent that, and uh, we'll get that in the comments uh, for you, Kelly. So The scriptures we were talking yeah, about? Yeah, the scriptures that I brought up. Yeah, if you will, like, go ahead and comment in the comments. If we're bringing up scriptures, because mm-hmm. I can tell you right now, Buddy and I both are just flowing right now mm-hmm. as the Holy Spirit's bringing stuff up. Yeah. So there's not, like, a script that we're following today. Yeah. It's the Holy Ghost. So as we bring up scriptures by the Holy Spirit, put them in the comments. That yeah. way people can go back and 
go into the word where we're at. Amen. Amen. So, uh, so I, I wanted to go to Mark 11 uh, really quick. Yeah. Um, and you've probably heard this passage before. Um, Mark, Mark chapter 11, this is where you see Jesus say, and, you know, if you believe, um, well, I'm just going to read it. So, yeah. um, so just to rewind uh, a little bit, uh, Jesus walking, he comes up to a fig tree. It does not have uh, figs on it, and he curses it. Yeah. And then they kind of continue on. <laughs> you know, and then they just do their own thing. And then, uh, and then I'm going to start here at verse 19, Mark 11, 19. And, uh, when evening came, they, uh, they would go out of the city as they were passing by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered from the roots up, uh, being reminded, Peter said to him, rabbi, look, the fig tree, which you cursed has withered. What's he saying? He's saying, Jesus, that word that you gave, that, that word, that, that curse that you put on that fig tree, it, it worked. Look at that. Like, it's the manifestation of the very thing you said. Mm -hmm. And the very first thing Jesus said in response is this. Have faith in God. Yeah. He, he didn't say, yeah, you're right. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, there's power in words. You know, like, that's not what Jesus said. He said, have faith in God. What does yeah. that mean? What does that mean? That means when Jesus walked up to that fig tree, saw there was no fruit on it, the Spirit of God in him yeah. Rose up, that anointing said, curse the fig tree. Yeah. You know, because Jesus only said what he heard the Father say, right? Yeah. Jesus didn't just run around cursing fig trees just because uh, he was hungry and he was upset. No, he, the Spirit of God came up and said, Cur curse that fig tree. So he, he rebuked it, you know? And the anointing hit that fig tree and it dried up from the roots up. Not yeah. immediately, but it dried up from the roots up. So, re so even recognize this. When the anointing gives a word, yep. whether you see it happen immediately or not, the, the anointing is in operation. Yes. The, the anointing is working. If there's a, if there's a word that's given yeah. to you, uh, don't, don't, don't get discouraged if you're like, well, I, I don't feel any different because I, I guarantee you that lady that I prayed for didn't feel any different when yeah. she walked out of that service, but she went to that doctor and she, had a, and, and she saw the report yeah. and she felt better. Well, Brother you know, Tracy mm -hmm. was just talking this past Sunday about mm -hmm. how the natural follows the spiritual. Yeah. So you're, what will always happen mm -hmm. first is a spiritual thing will change yeah. and then the natural thing will follow. Yeah. Always. Even if it's in a split second, mm -hmm. the natural follows the spiritual. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and you could put that in the comments as well. Um, but, but here Jesus is, Jesus did this so often in his ministry. Like people would start pointing to him and he would direct, redirect it. He would yeah. redirect it to the Father. He would look it up, redirect it to God, right? Like the whole, the whole discourse of, well, actually, I only do what the Father tells me to do anyway. Yeah. You know, like he, uh, he says, the Son of Man can do nothing on his own. On his own. So even Jesus himself, when he came down um, to, to this earth, everything he did in his earthly ministry, he did it as one who was completely devoted and, what is it, dependent on yeah. the Lord, you know? Jesus didn't do anything because he was God. Everything he did, he did it fully dependent on, the, on his fellowship with the Lord. Yeah. So, which is why he said, I cannot do anything on my own authority yeah. except what the Father tells me to do. That's how the anointing works. So when Jesus rebuked that fig tree and they're saying, hey, Jesus, look, the, the words that you said worked. You know? right. uh, Jesus said, no, just have faith in God. You know? He redirected it to the source of the anointing, the source of the manifestation. It's God. Look to God. He's the source. You know, 
Like, we talk about confessions. We have every single day. We give uh, our, our confessions. Uh, and, and, but we need to recognize the source of the power of that is not just the confession. Right. The source of the power of that is the Word of God yep. that's backing up those confessions. Yeah. Uh, and so we recognize that when we confess the Word of God, the power that ba- that's backing that up is from the Lord. It's not my action that produces power. It's my obedience to the Word of yep. God that produces power. So again, even then, it's him. It's not, well, if I, if I say this enough times, you know, if I confess this enough times. No, no, it's, I just need to put my faith in the fact that God said it. And if God said it, it's done. Yeah. So I'm going to just reinforce it with my words. And I know that there's an anointing on that. Yeah. that death and life are in our tongue. Absolutely. But the source of it is the word of God. So yeah. if I speak death, if I speak death over my life... I, I mean, God is merciful. He's good. Um, we do recognize that there is that law of death and life are in the power of the tongue. But, but, um, but sometimes I think we, we elevate, um, like if I say something bad, now everything is going to go bad. Right. And so we get afraid to say the wrong thing. The reason I, I, we, we do confessions, the reason why we speak uh, faith and we want to make sure that we're speaking life is, is not because if I say the wrong thing, my whole life is going to crash and burn. The reason I do that is because I want everything that I say to glorify God because he's the source and I want him to be glorified. That's that's the primary reason why I do that. And I want to reinforce and just say what he said. Yeah. And if I'm and if I'm speaking against his word, I'm positioning myself in a place where the anointing can't flow in the way that it should. And but but I recognize out of all of it, he's the source. He's the source. He's the source. Yeah. Yeah. I was just reading Pastor John put up. Mark 9, 38 through 41, Jesus told his disciples not to stop casting out demons. Those told his disciples not to stop those casting out demons in his name. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. think there's another part I'm thinking of in yeah. specifically, but that is a really good reference, yeah. what we were talking about before for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> the, as you were talking, what the Holy Spirit was bringing mm. up to me is I've been with so many people who will hear stuff like this, and I've done this too, where it's, you know, what you need is you need the word or you yeah. need to speak the will of God or you need to know the will of God. And, you know, that's great. But what do you do if you are concerned with how to do this, mm-hmm. like how to hear the Lord, yeah. how to abide with him, how to be in his will? Mm-hmm. You ask Jesus for a baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Because when we are born again, we become a partaker of his spirit. But the word tells us that Jesus was to come to baptize us in his spirit and in fire. Like mm-hmm. there's a baptism of the Holy Ghost that we must have because when we're filled with his spirit, we are then able to flow in his spirit. Yeah. You know, you can't flow in a river if the river is just a drop. Like you can think that you're already mm-hmm. in geared up to go to the beach, but if you get to the bank of that river and it's completely dry, say for one droplet, that droplet is great. But what we need is we need a flow of the Holy Ghost. And so it's not that the what you receive when you're born mm-hmm. again isn't good. It yeah. is good, but there is more to have. Yeah. There's a flow of the Holy Ghost mm-hmm. that we can have yeah. when we ask Jesus, Jesus, fill me with your Holy Spirit. Yeah. Fill me with your fire. Fill me so that I flow with you. Yeah. Fill me so that you're what comes out. Fill me yeah. so that my thoughts line up with your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Fill me so that when I pray, it's you praying. So that when I speak, yeah. it's you speaking. I need to be yeah. filled. Mm-hmm. And the word says, be being filled. Yeah. So even if we've received the filling mm-hmm. once, we yeah. need it every single yeah. day, a fresh flow. But here's why. Like Pastor was talking about yesterday about 
how the different things that we're gifted and grace to do will make the word jump out differently. Yeah. Every time I get to 1 Corinthians 2, this lights up for me because it totally revitalized how I prayed. Yeah. You don't have to think through. Yes, <coughs> hear what I'm saying. It's not that you have to have a logical list of things to pray for. We've got to be led by the Holy Spirit first yeah. and foremost. Mm-hmm. So when you see in verse in chapter 2 and verse 10, for to us God revealed them through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, even the depths of God. Mm -hmm. For who among men knows the thoughts of a man except the spirit of a man, which is in him? Mm -hmm. Even so, the thoughts of God no one knows except the Spirit of God. So this is saying, you want to know the thoughts of God? You know who knows them? Holy Mm -hmm. Spirit. You know what God's thinking about a situation? Mm -hmm. What God wants done in a situation? Holy Spirit knows Mm -hmm. that thing. So when you go into... Verse 12, it says, so we may know the things freely given to us by God. What things are those? All things. Because God's not holding one good thing back from those who walk uprightly. So every good thing, if you want to know how to get it, it says get into Holy Spirit. Have Holy Spirit in you. Have Holy Spirit through you. Get him and let him reveal to you the heart of the Father. Mm -hmm. It's simply fellowship. Fellowship with Holy Spirit is what will help to lead you to always flowing in the anointing. It's a vital part. And look, I know that Holy Spirit and talking about the baptism of Holy Spirit and those things, for some it's common, but for others, like I looked at the numbers, we just lost a whole bunch of viewers as soon as we started talking about Holy Spirit because it's the part of Christianity that the enemy has made the church ashamed of. But I tell you what, it's the source of power that the church needs to have. You can't have the anointing without having the spirit of God. It's the spirit of God and the anointing of God that raised Jesus from the dead. It's that same anointing that turned Saul into Paul. It's the anointing that made men see and made men know you cannot have one without the other. So you can't be one of those people who thinks, well, I, I'll be the reserved, normal-looking Christian. No, you've got to have Holy Spirit. And that the man of Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Holy Spirit, he is what leads us into victory and power every single time. You can't have him without him. Yeah. You need Holy Spirit. Yeah, I mean, if you want to be deceived, then ignore the Holy Ghost. <laughs> yeah. You know, if you want to live your life deceived. Because the Bible says that the Spirit of truth will lead you in truth. Mm-hmm. You can't be led in truth. Yeah. If, if, without the spirit. No. You, you can't. You can't do yeah. anything like no. properly. Yeah. So, so, you know, if you want to live a miserable life, then ignore the Holy Ghost. But I want, I want to live a life yeah. of fire and I want to live a life where, you know, things actually happen Yeah. and, and where the word of God is that I don't want to be the, the believers that, 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 that say, well, you know, God moved differently in the Bible than he right. does today. No. If he's the same yesterday, today and forever, I want to serve that God yeah. because that's what the Bible says. You yeah. Know? I don't want to, I don't want to pretend like like the Lord changed, you no. know, like, and he's different today than he was then. He's, that goes he's against not his character and nature. That's not mm-hmm. who he is. He's the unchangeable changer. Yeah. He doesn't change, but he changes everything in the room just yeah. by being in there. Yeah. So uh, also I found that verse that you're Yay. talking about. It's in Philippians. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I, I just remembered because I remember Paul was talking about how when he, his, when he was in prison, it served to advance the gospel, but some people were taking advantage of Thank it. Thank you. So uh, Philippians 1, 15 well, I'll go back uh, to 12. Now, I want you to know, brethren, that my circumstances have turned out for the greater progress of the gospel, so that my imprisonment and the cause of Christ, oh, and the cause of what? <laughs> Why was he imprisoned? Because of Christ, because of the anointing. 
um, uh, has become well known throughout the whole Praetorian Guard and everyone else, uh, and that most of the brethren trusting in the Lord because of my imprisonment have far more courage to speak the word of God without fear. Yeah. Some, to be sure, are preaching Christ, even from envy and strife, yeah. but some also from goodwill. The latter do it out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. The former proclaim Christ out of selfish ambition rather than pure motives, yeah. thinking to cause me distress in my imprisonment. What then? Uh, only that in every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is proclaimed, yeah. and in this I rejoice. Yeah. Yes, and I will rejoice. Yeah. Like, even though their motives were not pure, mm -hmm. the anointing, Christ, the yeah. anointing yeah. was what was being preached. Even mm -hmm. though their yeah. heart wasn't completely right, yeah. the word backs, mm -hmm. or the anointing backs yeah. the word, regardless. Mm -hmm. Yep. Kelly yeah. says, when you're baptized in the fire of God, does it always have to be feeling your body get hot, or does it happen differently for, for everyone? I'd go back to the word. Like, I don't know as though I know every single standard in the mm -hmm. word where the fire of God is prayed for by mm -hmm. people. But you look for examples, and I, as I was reading it, I was trying to think through. I don't know of one mm -hmm. where it says, and their body was hot from head to toe, and they mm -hmm. felt like they're... No, I think it's it's the manifestation of God. Like, it's, yeah. it's heaven touching a mortal body. Mm -hmm. So this is not me saying by the word. I don't have a 100% word on it. But what I have seen when the fire of God will come, when the Lord baptizes people in fire, some people mm -hmm. feel heat, yeah. but then others, it's just yeah. the overwhelming presence of God. Yeah. And God, it's an encounter with him. God yeah. is yeah. fire. Yeah. And I think, like, I've gotten really legalistic yeah. with that, too. Like, pastor would pray for me, and I'd be like, okay, I must receive fire, must receive fire, must receive fire. Mm -hmm. And I'd get on the ground and feel nothing and be yeah. like, well, that one didn't work. Got to go again. Yeah. No, it's yeah. what is the fire of God? It's mm -hmm. God. Yeah. God is fire. You know, his eyes are a consuming and devouring yeah. fire. Like mm -hmm. it's his character and nature. He's a protector and a yeah. purifier. So when our mortal bodies meet with the heavenly and the yeah. two converge upon yeah. another, our mortal bodies are going to yield to it yeah. every time because it's such a supernatural thing. So yeah. I've seen some people shake. Yeah. I've, there was a minister that I know was well-known years ago, who every time the power of God were to come upon him, his body would literally, like, twitch. And people who didn't know better, self-included, would mock it because it looked like he was getting electrocuted by the Holy Ghost. Mm. But what I didn't understand then is mm. God Almighty, yeah. who mm. is powerful to create yeah. the heavens of the earth and measures them with the span of his hands, just touched a person? Mm. I'm not going to be dignified. David got that. You know, I'm praising my God. I can get a whole lot more undignified than this. My mortal body can't just react. Well, thank you, God. That was a nice dosage. Mm -hmm. Thank you, sir. No, it's God yeah. coming upon you. Yeah. And so yeah. I would say you don't have to. I don't yeah. see word on that. Yeah, yeah. What, what I do see word on is this. Uh, he who is coming after me is greater than me, and he will baptize you. Yeah. This is John the Baptist with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Yeah. And that's what the word says. He will do it. Yep. You know, all, all I have to do is ask and I'll receive. Yep. You know, so I so you know, when I'm asking the Lord for the baptism of fire, however it comes, yeah. whatever however it looks, however it manifests, I'm going to believe that he will do what he said. Yeah. You know, God, I'm I receive your baptism of fire. And that's one thing that pastor has people pray. Lord, baptize me with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Yeah. It, it, why? Cuz that's what he said he'd do. You know, uh, same thing with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We don't have to try to receive it yeah. for 
for five years and, and get frustrated every time. It's just, it's just a matter of, God, you, if you said in your word, and your word doesn't say ask and you may receive, uh, no, it says ask and you shall receive. Yeah. Seek and you will find. Yeah. Now, so so I, I think a big part in going back to what you were saying, you know, if, you, if you've had a hard time hearing the voice of God, hearing the direction of God, um, one of the things that I actually personally needed to do is I need to actually believe that he would answer me. Yes. Because for the longest time, my relationship with God was just ethereal, superficial, and it, and I would ask him to give me wisdom, but I wouldn't actually believe that. He, because And the reason I didn't believe is because I, I, I wouldn't believe that he would answer me because that's just what I was used to. Yeah. I was used to silence. Yeah. I was used to not hearing. And, and I remember talking to one of my friends, and, and, um, and I was... And I was asking him, I was like, what's the Lord been speaking to you? And he's like, well, I, I haven't heard it really anything from the Lord in years. And I was like, well, um, have you just gotten used to that? And you've just been believing, like, when you've asked that, it's just going to be that way? And he's right. like, honestly, probably. You know, well, like, I had to remind myself that, that God said, if I ask, I'll receive. Yeah. That God said in his word, um, ask anything and it will be given to you. Yeah. The, the Bible says in his word that the Spirit will disclose these things to me. And if he's disclosing things to me, that means he's speaking to me. He right. can't disclose something to me without me without me hearing it. It might not be an audible voice. It might just be a oh, all of a sudden I just know in my spirit, you know. Yeah. Um. But but he wants to speak to me. Yeah. You know, if he didn't want to speak to me, he wouldn't say in his word that he would speak to me. That he would reveal things and disclose things to me. Yeah. So I just had to put my faith on. Well, God, if you said that you'll you'll disclose things, that you'll give me that wisdom. Now, or how about this, James chapter 1, if any of you lacks wisdom, ask God and he'll give it to you. Right. All right. Well, well even right, right there, I, I can apply my faith to that verse. God, you said in your word that if, if I need wisdom for a moment, you'll give it to me. So God, I believe that you'll actually speak to me, that, yeah. you'll, that you'll reveal those things yeah. to me through, through the Holy Spirit. And, and he'll do it. So, so that, that's one of the things that really helped me and changed me yeah. and my ability to actually flow. I, I had actually believed that God wanted me to flow. Yeah. You know, I had a, not that, oh, well, I messed up and he doesn't want me to flow anymore or, or now it's going to be a lot harder for me. No, I just need to get back right into that flow and let the Holy Ghost do, do what the Holy Ghost yeah. does. And I just need to yield and submit myself to him. Pastor gave like a great illustration. I dropped my, threw my phone on the floor. But, um, but uh, what does it look like to flow in the Holy Ghost? Like this, you know, uh, what, what is the purpose and function of my phone? It's, Honestly, the purpose and function of my phone is not to send texts or receive calls. It's to do whatever I tell it to do. Yep. So whenever I pull it up, it rec- like phones nowadays are really fancy. It recognizes my face. It recognizes whose hand it's in, and then it gets into action. So my, so my phone can distinguish my, vo- my voice. It can, honestly, if I say, hey, Siri, hey, Siri. There we go. It's listening now. If you say, hey, Siri, nothing's going to happen. We don't have to go through it, but nothing's going to happen because it recognizes yeah. my voice. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. Um, but now, basically, whatever I tell it to do, that's what it's supposed to do. That's what it's designed to do. Yep. It's not designed to just go out and start. I'm not designed to go out and just try to heal everyone. I'm not to, supposed to go out and give words of prophecy to everyone. I'm not supposed to go out and do yeah. whatever the heck I want to do. I'm supposed to be like this phone in my hand. Yeah. I'm just supposed to be ready and available. Uh, God, whatever you want me to do, I, I'm here for you. Yeah. That's what it looks like to flow. So sometimes that looks like rest. Yep. Sometimes that looks like I'm in action. Sometimes that looks like I'm preaching. 
Sometimes that looks like I'm behind the camera, adjusting the camera. Whatever that looks like, I'm flowing. And in that flow, the Holy that's where the anointing is. That's yep. when the anointing is flowing. Pastor John put in the comments, mm. side note, Pastor John, I so wish you were here. I think it'd be so fun for the three of us to chat. But Pastor John said, you receive his fire by faith, not mm. feelings. Yep. The feeling may happen, but yeah. faith makes it so. Yeah. Holy ghost and fire, tongues of fire lit on them. And it reminds me of when the Lord was... But he so dropped sorry, his phone Sean. again. <laughs> the Lord won't throw you around like I throw around. It won't. You'll be yielded, but yeah. not abused. Yeah. Um, Amen. <laughs> it's gone. I don't know where it went. When the, when the Lord was bringing up to pastor that he needed to be filled with fresh fire, mm-hmm. you know, he'd had an encounter with the Lord years before where the, whole, where the fire of God came on him and his stomach, like, physically moved for days. Like, mm-hmm. Pastor Cole could put her hand on his abdomen and feel, like, just a churning and a moving for days on end. And that was his, I believe, I could be wrong, but that was his first, one of his first encounters with the fire of God. And he had, instead of believing for more of it, for the fire to grow within him, a hunger and a yearning for more of God and more of the anointing, Mm -hmm. he didn't realize that was something that you could have until the Lord told him, you need to believe me for fresh fire. So what he did is he went and asked the Lord, Lord, I don't even really know what this is, but I know you told me to ask you for it, so I'm going to believe you for it. Yeah. And he asked the Lord for fresh fire. Well, there are some, like you ask, and immediately it happens. Yeah. But with him, what happened is he began to thank the Lord for it yeah. over and over. It, for In that moment, it was not a massive, if I'm remembering properly, it wasn't a massive download of heaven where the Lord, like, shocked him with a torch gun. It was, he began to thank the Lord for it, applying faith toward it. And every time he would pray, Lord, I thank you for the fresh fire that is mine right now. He was believing, knowing in the spirit, he had asked for it. So it belonged to him now. He was just praying for a manifestation. So what Buddy was saying, like you, and what Pastor John is saying, you ask, you receive. Period. It There may be, may, doesn't have to be, but there may be a period before it starts manifesting physically so that others can see it. But if I ask God for a gift and my God has already told me he wants me to have it, then when I ask him for it, it belongs to me. And so when, as pastor began to apply faith for it, it was, again, in that moment, it was not a massive supernatural torch gun. But our services here at Boomerang, this is before pretty much the majority of people in the body that are here right now before them and our services were great. But when pastor started applying faith for fire, he did not feel the fire of God being released through him. I believe that was during a period where there was not much feeling, but the recipients of the fire of God for sure felt it. When he would pray, all of a sudden there was a power release that hadn't been there before. All of a sudden people were being healed like they'd never been healed before. His words had more of an authority on them that had ever been there before. And it was tangible enough that it made me hungry for it. Like that was after he had done his two 40-day fasts. I had never known anyone who had done it other than pastor. So I saw I saw him do it. I saw him ask, and I saw it start to getting produced. So I did it. I was like, well, if this is how it works, less of me, more of you, God, then I'm going to start pursuing because the fire draws people to a decision point. And during that time, he did not feel the most spiritually enlightened. He just believed by faith, but it caused others to hunger. 
And then I began to ask the Lord for the fire of God. And I began to ask the Lord for the power to start manifesting through me. And then I saw it starting to happen. And my speech would change. And my output was different. I haven't arrived by any means. I have so much more to grow in. I am barely a baby in the kingdom of God. Like, compared to some of the great men, like, I'm... I am nothing in the kingdom other than what the Lord has called me to do. But there's so much more that I can have, and I know it. And you can know it, too. It's like I was talking to Hannah this morning. Sittler sent me a message just saying, you know, I'm just, I have a desire to be holy. Like, I just have this desire for holiness. What is that? The anointing drawing you to a place where you can start to partake of it differently. Yeah. And it just literally starts with asking, yeah. asking the Lord, Lord, I want more of you. Lord, I want your baptism of fire. Lord, I want to be a partaker of the anointing. I don't just want to be somebody who splurges on, like who feasts on someone else's anointing. I want to carry it myself. I can't coast on your anointing, buddy. Like you and I are together a good bit, but I can't live off of the anointing you have. I need my own and you need your own. Mm -hmm. Even if your husband's anointed and you know, he like, and I don't mean to just go, but like I, my, when my husband and I got married, George has the ability to pray and see things happen. Like he, he's so anointed in prayer. And it was at a point where I just, I didn't really have faith for healing myself. I could apply faith for others, but when it came to me, I just, I really, really struggled with it. But I'd see George, like if I felt sick or I felt in pain or whatever, he'd lay his hand on me and I'd apply faith in his anointing and the anointing of Christ through him. Mm-hmm. And I would just, well, if George will pray for me, it'll happen. And then I got to a place where George wasn't with me. Mm-hmm. I needed the yeah. anointing of God in mm-hmm. a moment. I yeah. didn't have George physically there. I didn't mm-hmm. have pastor physically there. I needed God myself. Yeah. And what we all need is to be a carrier and a partaker yeah. of the anointing ourselves individually. Because yeah. church, it's not going to cut it if our pastors and our prophets, our apostles, our evangelists, and our teachers are the only ones who carry it. Yeah. The normal of God is for believers to carry the anointing, yeah. for believers to preach and teach, for believers to train up and make disciples. Mm-hmm. How do you train them up? The anointing. Yeah, You've got to have it. Yeah, and, and it's great to, and we need to remember and recognize, again, like just, who's the source? Yeah. You know, who's the source of the anointing? You know, uh, like, George isn't the source no, of the anointing. he wasn't. You know, and, and like, there's a lot of times I, I can look at, you know, uh, a, a man who flows in the anointing and be like, oh, I, he's the source. Right. But realize, but, but I can f- completely forget that God's the source, yep. you know? Like I'm in, like I'm in a meeting, and like I remember there was actually a meeting we went to recently, and the the minister, who's a pretty well known minister, is going through. He's laying hands on literally every single person. He's going down down our row, and he stops one person before me, and then he and he backs up, goes on the next row, and then he and then he kind of comes around on the other side, prays for the people, and then stops at the person before me, and then he goes to the next row. He I don't know if he intentionally went didn't yeah. lay his hands on me. But I'm like, at th- that point, I'm like, okay, he laid hands on literally everyone except for me. Um, like, what the heck? Yeah. But I, in that moment, I had to remind myself, whether he laid his hand on, on yep. me or not, the anointing is not, he's the one, he, the yeah. anointing's flowing through him, but that anointing's in the room. The Lord is here. Yes. And, and, and 
anything that flows out of out of his hand into that person yeah. is directly from the Lord anyway. Yeah. So so whether he calls me out and gives me a word or not, the anointing's present. Yeah. I can draw on that anointing and receive either way. Yeah. Because you know, it's the Holy Ghost. He's the source of the anointing. That doesn't mean that I shouldn't esteem the man of God. I definitely yeah. should esteem the man of God, especially if he if he's able to flow in the anointing in a way that I that I haven't been able to. But who's the source? Every good thing that flows through him yeah. is from the Lord anyway. Yeah. Anything good that's come out of this broadcast is from the Lord. It's For not from sure. us anyway. No. You know, and so it's remembering who's the source. And sometimes we can forget who the source is and then try to come up with our own ways. Yeah. Like, let me like, and, and I'm not saying that these are bad things, but recognize what's in you. Yeah. Because sometimes when we don't recognize the anointing that's actually in us to change situations, we try to just look for look for other ways. Yeah. You know, like you'll you'll see people put things on prayer change, which prayer change aren't bad, but sometimes we think if I have enough people praying, it'll happen. No, prayer and, chains aren't great. And, and you, you know, like, but like we we have a prayer line, you know, yeah. and it's good to have anointed people believing but like with the, and the agreeing with you. But like the traditional prayer the, chains. Like if I have more people praying, well, if none of those people actually know how to believe God, then nothing's going to happen. Yeah. The more people praying is not going to. God's not no. moved by how many people are praying. No. He's moved by faith. Yes. He's moved by, do you believe my word or not? You know, um, well, like, like if I just have more people, like that's not going to change anything mm. if those people aren't praying in faith. And if you're not actually drawing on the anointing in faith, yeah. you know, like you can have, like you can have the most anointed person in the world lay hands on you, but if you don't receive it and if you're just, and if you're completely shut off, like, I don't know if this is going to work, it, it won't. Yeah. The Bible says if, if you, uh, in, in James chapter one, it says, uh, "If you're if you're wavering, if you're doubting, shouldn't expect you're not." Basically, he's saying you're not expecting to receive. Yeah. You know, it's not just that you shouldn't expect. He's saying you're not expecting to receive. Well, I hope this works out. You're not expecting to receive. Yeah. And so and so we need to learn how to draw on him. If he said it, I'm gonna draw on his word. But it's yeah. not it's not the the system or the program or it's not it's the Lord. Yeah. It's the anointed one. And when I remember that it's him, man, that, that preacher can can lay hands on everyone yeah. else and, and not me, but I can still draw on that same anointing because yeah. the anointing's in the room. There's a corporate anointing that can be flowing in that in that service that I can draw from and I'll, I'll receive it by faith. Yeah. I take a hold of it and, and, and I can receive it that way. Yeah. Well, and just to clarify real quick, because I don't want that mm. moment to confuse yeah. anybody. The difference between like a traditional prayer chain and mm. what we have here at Boomerang, yeah. like we have a we have a thread, yeah. we have an app that we use called Voxer, and we have a thread yeah. where the core members of the church, yeah. anybody who wants to be on can be, but the core members of the church who are on Voxer and you know have a desire to pray as a whole. The word tells us that in unity there's a corporate blessing. Yeah. So what we do, if there's a request that somebody makes, somebody by faith is reaching out and saying, you know what? I am believing for healing yeah. or I am believing for prosperity in yeah. my life or yeah. whatever the need is by faith yeah. that will be added to that line. Mm -hmm. And what's being done is it is corporately coming yeah. to a body of believers who have picked up the mantle yeah. of prayer for that body. Yeah. Cause there's a mantle over the house that you're planted in for us to pray and believe. Yeah. And so what is happening is someone's coming to that line saying, I have a need. Then the body as a whole is unified yeah. in its belief. And in the word in yeah. Psalms, it talks about how 
where there is unity, there is a commanded yeah. blessing mm-hmm. that God sends. Yeah. It's not that one can't put a thousand to flight, but the word very easily says mm-hmm. two puts two thousand yeah. or two puts ten thousand yeah. to flight. Mm-hmm. Traditional prayer chains is not coming together in a place where there's like-minded believers yeah. to corporately pray. It's often a fear-based thing where it's I'm gonna. I want you to pray for me, and then I'm gonna pass it on because I don't think it's really working. So this yeah. next person pray, and yeah. this next person pray because I don't think you're enough. I think you. No, yeah. no, no. It's a totally different yeah. motivation, a totally different principle. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I wanted to clear that up. There's a reason yeah. the Lord has it laid out. There's a you know yeah. three people stay warm together in unity. There's yeah. a blessing mm-hmm. on it. Yeah. There, it, but it's not that one person. Yeah is better off praying than you. It's Holy Ghost through you. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And, and he's the source of it all. Yeah. yeah. Not a person, although a person can be utilized to flow it, because, you know, the Bible, the Bible does talk about how, um, you know, in that unity, it's like the oil yep. that comes down to the head, to the beard, and, and down to the, the fringes of the, gro- the robe. You know, that's it, it, there's a flow of the anointing, yeah. and we shouldn't try to disconnect ourselves from the body and be like, well... I can hear from God myself, and I don't no. need the body because that's equally wrong. That's and and you'll, you'll you will not be able to flow in the anointing no. that way. Um, not you, for long, anyway. Yeah, absolutely. That's where you get into uh, anyway. But, well, and if I can, on mm-hmm. what you were saying, the example of being yeah. prayed for and whatnot, mm-hmm. something I know the intended topic of this is God is solely the source yeah. of the anointing. Yeah, you know there were services where I like I, where I would fall out under the power of God. Mm-hmm before pastor would pray for me like I was just yielded to the Holy Ghost and I like the power of God would come on me and I would just basically respond to him but there would be moments where I was in my response the deception would come of if you're on the ground when the altar time happens you're going to miss out on a word from God Mm -hmm. like you better receive fast and then get up to get the word why because the flesh likes owning those moments like the flesh wants glory yeah and that's just how the flesh works Mm -hmm. the flesh desires to be glorified whether it's being seen or being unseen that's still the flesh's Mm -hmm. desire of getting its own way yeah so there when it comes to the anointing even at altar time if you're wanting to receive from god are we truly yielded Mm -hmm. to receiving from god how he wants us to receive Mm -hmm. because the anointing's there i've had i've been in the exact same situation Mm -hmm. Yeah. where it's been either pastor or yeah. others, where it's pray, pray, skip, bear it, pray, mm-hmm. pray, skip, bear it, and then yeah. bear it just doesn't get prayed for. Mm-hmm. That was fun. <laughs> but it, why was I, it was the same exact thing of, well, am I good enough to get prayed for? Mm-hmm. Does God want me to be prayed for? Maybe God doesn't want to talk to me. And every time in those moments, the Lord's like, am I not enough for you? Mm-hmm. Is my anointing just you and me not yeah. enough? Do you yeah. really want men to see that I love you? Are you that insecure about your relationship with me that you want other people to see me talk to you? Like, do you not trust me? Is basically what all of those moments boil down to. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the anointing, are we trusting that God is yeah. enough for us? Or yeah. do we want other people to see us? Yeah. Do we want to be the person who prays yeah. the loudest, prays mm-hmm. the best, prays yeah. the most eloquently? Mm-hmm. Or do we just want to be used? Are we yeah. okay to yeah. be on the sidelines? Or... Are you okay standing up yeah. in front of people because the Lord says you, you're carrying something, pray? Yeah. Because a lot of times it's the quiet people who aren't praying that are often very yeah. gifted, very skilled, yeah. and that timidity is just trying to keep them out of place. But the anointing yeah. will decide 
where you're supposed to be. Yeah. Hi, Pastor. Yeah. Good Hello. to see you. Hello, sir. <laughs> and, 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 you know, one of the things is, again, remember, who is the source yeah. of the anointing? We need to keep our eyes on the source of the anointing. Like, uh, and we need to be in obedience and flowing with the anointing and flowing with the Holy Ghost. Because what, what we could do is we could be like, hey, I need healing in this area. So I'm going to go to every single healing uh, ministry. <laughs> anytime I see a meeting where a healing minister is, I'm going to make sure I'm there so that they can lay hands on me so I yeah. can receive it. And maybe one of these times I'll receive it. Yes. You know, like... But that's not necessarily how it works. You know, like, yeah. did the Lord tell you to go? Did the Lord tell you to be in that meeting? Well, if the Lord told you to be in that meeting, then put all your faith in it and, and go as far as you need to go. But not, but not in the yeah. meeting, yeah. in the anointing. In the anointing, yeah. yeah. You got to be flowing in the anointing. Because I, it's yeah. obedient. Yeah, because I'm not going to say like, hey, you shouldn't go to those those, those ministers' meetings right. and, and expect it. No, no. You, but you need to be in the, what is the Lord directing you to do? There's so many uh services are so many men of God that come into the area but what's the Lord leading us to do on that day you know yep. like sometimes the the anointing will have you not be in that meeting because there's something else that the Lord wants you to do we're all like we're all needs to be we yeah. all need to be flowing in that anointing and how he leads us to do because you can be to, at you you like Kenneth Hagin could could be like somehow like resurrected and have a meeting like in the area yeah. like and and uh and you could be or how about this? Well, I, I was going to say Jesus himself. Jesus is with you always, right. you know, but it's recognizing who's the source. Like, like T.L. Osborne or like the greatest like man of faith that that's walking on this earth today, whoever he is, uh, he could, he could be having a service in your town, yeah. you know, but the question is, what's the Lord leading me to do? You know, like I'm not supposed to be just trying to, to hop to all these different meetings right. and hopefully one of these meetings will give me exactly what I need. I need to be in the Lord and, yeah. and, and recognize you're the source, God. So whatever you tell me to do, I, that's what I'm going to do. Wherever you tell me to be, I know that I'm in the right place at yeah. the right time because you've told me to be there. And yeah. that's that's where, how the, the flow of the anointing goes. I can't just operate on my own and expect it to work. I need to be in his flow because he's the source. He gets the glory. And I need to put all my hope and all my trust in yeah. him. I well, need to. And we've been talking about the normal of God earlier mm -hmm. A lot of times, for whatever reason, we've associated the anointing solely with ministers, like a pulpit ministry. Yeah. But you're just as much a minister outside yeah. of the pulpit. Yeah. You know, if you love the Lord, you're a minister of the gospel, period. Yeah. That's who you are yeah. because it's been entrusted to you. And as yeah. you're talking, I'm thinking of Serena. You know, when Serena, Buddy's wife, came to Albemarle and Buddy started working in the ministry. Serena didn't start working in the ministry. Like, she's a leader. She She's on the worship team. She's a life group leader. She's on our leadership team. Like, she's very called and gifted and anointed. I love her. But the Lord did not say, okay, Buddy's here full time and so are you. The Lord told her to go work at another ministry. But what she was doing was basically, if you looked solely at the job, was Retail, like she worked as a cashier and, and different things there, like there are other aspects of it. But if yeah. you bring it all down, she worked with secondhand clothing and she would cash people out, handle the clothes, like work with the people that came in, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. That does not look, look mm -hmm. to a fleshly mind the same level of minister. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I'll tell you what, Serena Crabtree had more fruit that year yeah. of winning souls mm -hmm. than you and I did combined. Yeah. I would say probably for that entire year. Yeah. 
that we know of. Yeah. There could be more that happened on the broadcast mm -hmm. that we don't know. But as far as going out one-on-one -on -one soul winning, mm -hmm. she did phenomenal because yeah. she was in the right place mm -hmm. at the right time. Yeah. And she applied diligently day in and day out. She yeah. chose to apply faith, whether yeah. she felt it or not. Mm -hmm. God used me and yeah. he did. He yeah. anointed her at that job. Yeah. Well, I remember um, one time I just showed up and I, I was visiting her. And she, she's there, you know, at, at the register. And a guy came up and he was like, is, is your boss here? You know, because it, it was a ministry, you know, and they would pray for people. And she's like, no, he's, he's not here at the moment. But is there anything I can, I can pray for you or, or do for you? And he said, and he was set, like saying, he kind of shared a little bit. And she's like, well, here. And she stepped off the register. She grabbed his hand and started praying for him. And he's like, ooh, I could feel yeah. like the, a tingling like whenever you were praying for me. Like he doesn't know what he's talking about, but yeah. like but he could feel that anointing right there in, in a thrift store. Yeah. You know, the anointing was flowing in, in that instance. Why? Because Serena was where she was supposed to be. Yeah. And, and her prayer was the anointing was flowing in yeah. that to where a, a guy who just thought he was coming to a thrift store and maybe would receive some kind of yeah. help. He received the anointing of God into his life. Yeah. You know? So and, 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 you know, he could have, even, even he, in that moment, he could have easily been like, well, you're not the person I was expecting to pray for me, so yeah. I'm not, I, I don't want you to pray for me. Like, like how many times does, you know, it's Sunday morning, you come expecting to hear a word from your senior pastor, and then it's not your senior pastor. Right. You know, and then people just suddenly don't draw on the anointing. It's not, it's not who I wanted it to be. You know, like, I, I, I was expecting it to be uh, Pastor Brian, but now it's Buddy. Like, you know, like, people can do that. Yeah. Like, I've, I've seen it happen. I've seen people... Where like I've done it. Yeah, like yeah. like I yeah, I've 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 done it too. Um like but I've seen like people walk into a service, see who's preaching and then turn around and walk out yeah. of out of the building because if it's not the, the senior pastor or they'll call the church, I need to talk to the senior pastor. Well you you can talk to me. Like I I flow in an anointing. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? But like some people and this is what it is, and this is what the Bible says, and, and I don't and 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 I like we're bringing we're we're pointing out a certain ditch because I don't want you to be to not esteem the senior pastor because they flow in an anointing they but, should be flowing yes. in anointing better than any pastor and that's definitely the case at our church or better than anyone at, at yeah. that church esteem that follow that so that you can flow in it in Amen. a similar way but um but the Bible does say cursed is the one who puts his trust in flesh yep you know and makes basically who makes man their source or a man or or Oh, you know, that that's not our source. Man yeah. should not be our source. Pastor Brian's never the yeah. source. Yeah, but but everything that flows out of him, that's good. That's why the Bible says, uh, it talks about the fivefold as gifts. Yeah. Because they're not the source, but they're a gift that yes. came from the source. And the anointing that's on them is is a, is flowing through that source. As long as they're submitted to, to the anointing, everything that, that they bring to you, is anointed and it's from the yeah. source, but they themselves aren't the source. And people can take that off and be like, "Well, if I if I if I don't get to talk to the pastor, then I don't know what I'm going to do." Right. And, and they've ta they've put their trust in the flesh rather than put their trust in the Lord. And there's a structure yeah. that the Lord has created. Absolutely. Like here at the church, mm -hmm. the Lord has instructed, and we follow. You know, mm -hmm. there's pastor, there's yeah. Pastor Nicole, mm -hmm. there's the leadership team, there's mm -hmm. life group leaders, mm -hmm. there's team leads. Like there's a structure. Yeah. Because Pastor Brian can't yeah. physically touch every yeah. single person mm -hmm. in the ministry, nor yeah. is he supposed to. Yeah. Personally, one-on-one, -on -one, like he would have zero time to do anything. Yeah. But the Lord sets up a structure. You can see mm -hmm. it in Exodus, I believe, is it 17, with Jethro and Moses, where 
Anyway, that's a whole separate teaching. But it's, yeah. it's in the Word to do that. Yeah, and the, that's the way the anointing flows, too. Yeah. It, flow, it flows through that delegated authority that, that, that's set up. But, it, but ultimately, you go all the way back, where, who's the source? And it's always the Lord. Yeah. You know? And so, like, you can find those ditches where, oh, well, I don't need man. All I have is God. And you can go off on no. your own thing. That's, that's a deception. You can also be in the ditch of, if, I don't, if I'm not able to talk to the head guy or, or I, I need, yeah. like, like what, if, what, what if pastor is on, on vacation, you know? Or, like he's, or in the Philippines. Or, a, or in the <laughs> Philippines or, or something like that. All of a sudden, if they're your source, all of a sudden your source is gone, you know? So you, you need a source that will never leave you, <laughs> a source that's always constant and, and every time, and, and that source is the Lord, you know? Like if, if I'm not able to now I'll I'll draw on pastor and, and the anointing that God's given him often you know I'll, I'll do that because that's a gift that the Lord's given to me. But if there's ever a time when he can't get back to me right away, I need to to know how to encourage myself in yep. the Lord. I need to know how to how to let how to fan and deflame the gift that's already yeah. been given into me. And, and Pastor John said said it like a little bit earlier. Uh, he was taught. I, I, he said something and it was good. I'd pull out my phone, but I, <laughs> uh, but I can't find it. But it, it drew me back to this passage that that this passage that Pastor brought to us yesterday, and it says this: "But we have this treasure in earthen vessels." What is this treasure? That's the anointing. That anointing is in you. That yeah. anointing is in me. Greater is He that is in me than He that is in this world. Yeah. And, and recognize this: an earthen vessel. When He said that, you know. He's speaking to the Corinthians, and, and one of the things that, that they excelled in was pottery, you know, and, and, and clay pots, if, if you picture it from this way, because that, that's when he then goes on to say this, but we're pressed on every side, hard pressed on every side. What happens when you take pottery and you press it on every side? It crushes, it, it collapses, right? The pottery itself is not strong. The pottery of itself is, is weak, right? Um, and, he's, and he's basically saying, where are the earthen vessels, right? But... But he says, we're pressed on every side, but we're not crushed, which means what's in the pottery, yeah. the, the, what is inside that vessel is stronger than the pressure on the outside. Yeah, it's and sustaining it, you. Yeah, it, the, what's inside is sustaining that, that from being crushed. So he's basically saying it is without the source, without, without this treasure, this anointing that's been given to me, that pressure would crush me. Yeah. And, it, and if I'm looking at myself as the gift, Myself as the source. Oh, look at that! That I prayed for a person once, and they gave themselves to the Lord. Look at at who I am. Yeah. I, and I forget about that treasure that's been placed in me, and I become the source. Pressure will come, and I'll, I'll find myself get crushed. But if I remember, no, the anointing is in me, and it's the source of all the good that I have ever that has ever flown out of me and has ever come to me. It's all from the Lord. Yeah. Then when that pressure comes, no, that that the source that. The, the treasure that's been stored up inside me is stronger and I won't be crushed. I can be persecuted, but I won't be abandoned because yeah. my, my God is with me. I, I can go through the valley of the shadow of death, but I will fear no evil for he is with me. Right? Yeah. Uh, struck down, but I'm not destroyed. Why? Because there's something in me that's greater than the pressure yeah. surrounding me. And that's the anointing. Yeah. So whatever I'm facing, you know, whatever's going on, I could be in a service and, 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 and I could feel nothing, but I know that the anointing is there and the anointing is flowing, so I'm going to draw from it no matter yeah. what. And, and, and as I recognize, no, my God's the source. He gets the glory. He's the source. 
man, I, I won't get discouraged by the things going on around me, by my circumstances, the pressures that might try to come my way. No, I'm just going to draw on that anointing. Yeah. And, and remember who the source is. And, and I'll be able to, to stand and sustain it. Not because I'm strong, but because he is strong in yeah. me. And I, and I am not trying to prolong. This is the last thing, I believe, that the Lord brought up as you were talking when you were mentioning Serena and praying. Pastor yeah. said yesterday that the anointing is transferable. Yeah. So it's in you. Mm-hmm. It'll sustain you. But you can also carry it and transfer it. Yeah. So, you know, case in point, pastor for years would tell him, like would walk into a room and just touch a computer, not even hit a button, just like lay hands on the monitor. And all of a sudden a monitor would work that had been broken for 10 minutes yeah. or longer. And it used to frustrate the <laughs> snot out of me. Cause I'm like, I have been working on this for so long. Yeah. But pastor Brian understood that not only is he a carrier of the anointing, he can impart an anointing. And he did. And I started to learn that from him of and expect that when I walk in a room, what I put my hands to, yeah. it's going to be blessed. That's yeah. in Deuteronomy. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if you go to Deuteronomy 28 real yeah. fast, it talks about the blessing of the Lord. Uh, the blessing, will, uh, the Lord will command the blessing upon yeah. you in your barns and in all that you put your hand to. Yeah. What's the anointing? The manifested blessing of God. Yeah. So this is literally a promise that mm-hmm. all that I put my hands to, yeah. I will impart the anointing to yeah. it because it's mm-hmm. called to be blessed. Yeah. So, you know, I, talking about Serena, I used to pray when I'd pray for Serena and her day. I would literally envision when Serena was touching an article of clothing, she was imparting an anointing. And I believe I told her that a couple times. And to expect that the anointing would get on people. You know, I'm, I looked at Hannah, Hannah Sittler in the comments. She cleans. She has a business that is going into people's homes and cleaning. Hannah, what came up to me is literally expect that what you're touching when you clean it, you're imparting an anointing into that home. You're transferring an anointing. Joni, when you're working on those spreadsheets at work, you're not just working on them logically. You have an anointing that you're then bringing into that situation. So they have to start making sense. The problems have to go. It's like that wherever you go, in your home, in your family. If something's going on with your children, lay hands on your kids, lay hands on those pillows. Be expecting that the anointing of God is breaking every single yoke because it's transferable. What you put your hands to, there's a reason that we lay hands on the sick. Because the anointing of God that can flow through me can get on them and will break the yoke. So expect that the anointing is going to work for you. The anointing is designed to destroy burdens, break yokes, bring freedom. So if it says... All that you put your hand to, the blessing is coming upon you. Expect everything I put my mind to, I put my hand to, that I put my feet in, they will be blessed. Those situations, those places, Mm -hmm. those circumstances will be blessed because I'm there and I carry something bigger than me. Amen. 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 I was going to yell, amen, (laughs) Um, but I feel like that would have and distracted. But then I just did it anyway, so it doesn't matter. Guys, has this blessed you? I've been encouraged just by being here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the Lord's been Amen. encouraging me. See, well, that's one of the things that Pastor was talking about. Like, he would preach, and he'd be exhausted at the end, 
And, you uh, were tired before the broadcast. That's honestly that's true. I was I was talking about taking a nap like uh, right before the broadcast. But um, like I remember, Pastor was talking about how he would preach and he'd be exhausted after preaching, and I remember that and I know that feeling. And um, and uh, same. And he was saying, <laughs> but then I learned to draw on the anointing. Yeah. If I like, if I'm not the one doing it, if I'm just receiving with you, you know, like if I'm just like learning from the Lord with you, you know, yeah. like it, it's just it, like the Lord's the one encouraging and doing yeah. the work. So I feel encouraged. Do you feel encouraged? Amen. Because I feel encouraged. Did you receive today? Amen. I did. We talked enough about the fire of God and the baptism of the Holy Spirit that we would be super remiss if we did not give you opportunity to do that. Maybe you've been filled with Holy Spirit before, but the word says that we are to be filled, and that word be is to be being, be ongoingly filled with Holy Spirit. And then the word also tells us that Jesus came to baptize us with Holy Spirit and with the fire of God. So it requires nothing more than to ask because Jesus is a giver of good gifts. And the word Mm -hmm. tells us he is not withholding one good thing from those who walk uprightly. And if you are desiring to walk uprightly, if you've made Jesus your Lord and Savior, you're qualified to carry the fire of God, to be baptized in it, to be baptized in Holy Spirit. And all it takes is a question. So today we want to help you ask Jesus for that. We can't baptize you in Holy Spirit and fire. We're man. We can't do that. But we can lead you to the one who can. So we want you to pray with us today, to pray and expect Jesus will answer you. Jesus' answers in the word are yes and amen. Yes and so be it. So when you come to him, it's not trying to get him on your good side, like going to mom and dad and saying, can I please have some ice cream? It's really late, but I want some. No, it's, God, I want more of you. And he already desires for that. So it's a great rejoicing in heaven. If you'll pray with them, we're going to lead you in that. Expect where you're at right now. If you can, take a pause at work right now and just pray with us. Expect God is answering you with fire. God is answering you with his spirit. God is answering you with yes and amen. You are qualified to receive. We're going to pray for salvation if you've never done it before. We're going to pray for the baptism of Holy Spirit. Pray for the baptism of fire. And today... You're able to be filled in a new way. Amen. So Amen. just just uh, pray this. Repeat after me. Say, Jesus. Jesus. Today. Today. You are the Lord of my life. You're the Lord of my life. I put my faith in you. I put my faith in you. I have faith in God. I have I, faith in God. I believe. I believe. That you died for me. That you died for me. And on the third day. And on the third day. You rose again to give me life. You rose again to give me life. And I received that life today. And I received that life today. And Lord, I ask you. Lord, I ask you. Right now. Right now. Fill me. Fill me. With your Holy Ghost. With your Holy Ghost. And with fire. And with fire. So that I can do. So that I can do. All that you've called me to do. All that you've called me to do. And I receive it. And I receive it. I receive the fire. I receive your fire. I receive your baptism. I receive your baptism. Of fire. Of fire. Today. Today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now just receive it. Just receive it. Lord, we receive. We receive that anointing. We receive that anointing flowing, Father, right now in Jesus' name. Yeah. Through the anointing, through your Holy Spirit, we receive, God, right now, I command and I declare the word of God to manifest. You said in your word that you will baptize them with the Holy Ghost and fire. Fire, fall. Holy Ghost, baptize in Jesus' name. And we thank you for it. It's that easy. We receive it now. 
And, in Jesus' And name. Lord, let that fire purify. Yes, Lord. As the fire comes in, let it purify things, simplify things. Let the anointing of God bring anything to the surface that yes, needs Lord. to be dealt with. Yeah. Destroy any yokes of bondage and help us to walk and live and abide in the full freedom of God. Never going back to broken yokes and putting them on again. Yeah. In Jesus' name, let it be done today. Amen. 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 Do you receive it? Yeah. Amen. <laughs> I receive it. Um, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, this It just blessed me. It blesses me to have you guys here. Yeah. It blesses me that you guys are still on here watching, engaging, um, just letting the Holy Ghost do what Holy Ghost does. Yeah. Uh, so um, I'm excited. Guys, we also, uh, is, is there anything else that you want to say? Guys, we want to let you know we sow this broadcast into you, um, and we want to give you an opportunity. If the Lord, Again, in the anointing, as the anointing is flowing, what... Whatever the Lord is leading you to do. I mean, if you if you are here and you're like, I haven't heard the Lord speak in a while, just put faith right now. Yeah. Lord, I, I ask and I know that I'll receive. I seek and I'll find. I knock, the door is open. So, Father, uh, give me wisdom. If you want me to sow, tell me what to sow yeah. and I'll do it. And just let the let the anointing flow. Let the let the Holy Ghost let let Holy Ghost tell you what to do. And, and and it'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, and in and, that instruction, yeah. that's where the anointing is. Yeah. So when it has, when it's an instruction of God, yeah. there's an anointing in it. And what does that anointing do? It brings freedom, yeah. but destroys any bit of lack. That's yeah. what the blessing of God does. Amen. It's his manifested goodness. Yeah. So if there's an instruction today where the Lord says, partner with this word, yeah. partner with the anointing that yeah. was on there. I want you to yeah. sow in faith then what he's instructing you to do is I want you to plant a seed because there's an anointing on that seed and the anointing is designed to break bondages. So if you've had a bondage in your finances, a bondage in lack in any area of your life, and the Lord says so, then you can place faith knowing something that was holding me back Mm -hmm. is being fully destroyed and the goodness of God is coming into my life. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a lot. It can. It, it has to be obedient. So yeah. we have people who sow a dollar. We have people who sow much yeah. more than that. But it's not the amount, it's the obedience. Because yeah. in the word comes the anointing. Yeah. In the faithful, willing, obedient, cheerful action yeah. of sowing yeah. is the anointing to destroy. So yeah. destroy lack and bring goodness. Destroy yeah. lack and bring goodness. Yeah. Destroy lack and bring goodness. Destroy yeah. lack and bring goodness. That's yeah. what the anointing does. Yeah. And it's going to work for you today as you're obedient to him. So just what buddy's saying, hear and be obedient. Respond and know that the anointing is doing what the anointing does. Yeah, and, and honestly, the verse that came to me before we even started praying the last time was uh, Isaac. He sowed in famine, Yeah. right? And what, what happened? Uh, yeah, there was no water in the ground, but the anointing was on that yes. seed. God gave him an instruction. The Lord said, don't go to Egypt, stay here, and, yep. and sow here. And when Isaac sowed in the middle of a famine, so it doesn't matter how famished things look, when you sow the, and the anointing was on that seed, he reaped a hundredfold. Yep. Despite his circumstance, despite his surrounding, he was just obedient to the flow of the Lord. Yeah. And there was an anointing on that seed to produce an abundant harvest. Amen. So believe that for you today, for the seed that you're about to sow today. We're believing with you and we're yeah. agreeing with you that the anointing is on that seed and it'll produce a, yeah. a harvest. So we're going to pray and bless yeah. the seed knowing yeah. 
that it's the anointing. What we're doing when we pray blessings, we're praying anointing be on their finances, anointing be on the seed to do what we're saying to you. That's why we bless it, because we want the anointing to impart into it what it's called to do. So, Father, today, in the name of Jesus, over every seed sown, by faith, by willingness, by cheerful giving, not of compulsion. Lord, today, anointing of God be on the seed that is sown. Fullness of it be. Blessing of God be. Let it be pressed down, shaken together, running over. Let the anointing explode in their lives. Let the goodness of God overtake them at every turn. I thank you, Lord, that today's anointing that you're flowing, that you're bringing about will destroy lack, but around the corner will be goodness every time we turn. You tell us to turn left and your goodness is stored up. You tell us to turn right and there's a ram in the thicket. I thank you, Lord, that we will never be without as we are obedient to you. The blessing of God will overtake and let the blessing today overtake your sowers. The sower or the reapering overtake it now. Mm -hmm. In Jesus' name, harvest be. In Jesus' name, harvest be, harvest be. And Father, we commit to being good soil, good soil where the anointing flows, good soil where souls are one, Mm -hmm. good soil with good fruit, producing kingdom fruit. In Jesus' name, we commit it to you. We thank you, Lord. We will be faithful stewards with this seed. We will put it to work to produce the gospel. We will put it to work to win souls for you. We will use it wisely as you command, and we will be faithful. We will be faithful. You will not be shamed by boomerang and what we do with finances. You will not be shamed by what's right and what we do with finances. We seek to glorify and honor you. And as we do, Lord, send them in. You are the God who provides. Provide for What's Right Ministries. Yes, provide for Boomerang Church yeah. International Incorporated. Yes, and provide for every Thank partner you. attached to the ministry. Thank provide, you. be in yeah. Jesus' Name, be who Thank you're you, called Lord. to be, Jehovah Jireh, yeah. the God who provides. Thank you, Father. So be it today. Amen. 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 Well, guys, thank you for joining us today. I don't know what that was, but you know. I get you. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today, guys. This has been yeah. a blessing. I've enjoyed uh, this broadcast, and yeah. I hope you have as well. Uh, but guys, thank you for joining us. We will see you tomorrow. Pastor's going to be here, and yes. we're going to be continuing talking about the anointing going to be anointed we'll be back tomorrow at 11 30 we love you so much and we'll see you then